It is Monday morning, and rather early at that. Normally, around this time, you would feel any combination of dread, anxiety, stress, and fatigue. However, today is different. You feel energized, alert, and in control. You're convinced you even look a bit better. The otherwise depressed face in the mirror really beamed with youth this morning. The secret? You listened to an excellent episode of the Hybrid Cubicle last week, and this instilled in you an unwavering reference for the sacrament of sleep. Ever since improving your sleep habits, you started feeling better every day, and the workday seemed that much easier as a result. You get up at the magical hour of 5am now, no longer wasting your time on sleep like you previously would. This extra time gives you the boost you need, because work is no longer the first thing you do in the day. You started working out again, learning again, being creative again. It's incredible what you can do with a few hours of energy. Gym day doesn't need to be forgotten anymore. There's just one problem. Once you are at work, the tedium and meaninglessness saps you of your life force, even after all these hours of sleep. The mornings are alright, but by the time the afternoon rolls around, everything crashes. You thought it was the recommendation to not drink caffeine anymore. But after breaking that rule, you found yourself even more tired in the afternoon. A faster heartbeat isn't exactly a replacement for sleeping well. The week drags on and nothing changes. Until one fateful day, you are stuck in a long, pointless afternoon meeting that is so boring you accidentally fall asleep. When you wake up, you're scared at first. But it turns out that you missed absolutely nothing, and nobody missed you. And it's 3pm already. When you get off work, you actually feel great. Wow, I cannot remember the last time you ever felt normal after work. The power you gain from the nap is intoxicating. Over the next few days, you decide to nap, and, inevitably, a powerful habit loop is created, and you continue napping at work every chance you get. You never even get close to getting caught, which only leads you to become careless. Then, everything changed when your team leader attacked. Your team leader, always corporately correct, wants to have a meeting with you about this troubling behavior. There's something going on that you're not getting enough sleep. Is the work not important anymore to you? We can talk about it. You interrupt the stream of corporatist nonsense by sharing the divine words of Dr. Matthew Walker. Naps can actually give you benefits. We've done some of these studies where they improve, you know, your learning, your memory, your alertness, your concentration, especially your emotional regulation too. Sleep is critical for emotional first aid and mental health. Einstein was suggested to be a short sleeper, and we don't know if that's true, but even if he was, he was a habitual napper during the day. Alas, the divine Wolkerian words fall on deaf ears. What did you expect? You are lectured like a child on what is expected of you, and return to work as if nothing happened the next day. Naturally, the combined power of your habit loop and the need for naps overwhelms you, and so you continue as if you'd never had the talk in the first place. The next time you are caught, you don't just receive a lecture, but you're terminated as well.
At least now that you're stuck at home, you can work remotely on getting a job and a nap when you want. Perhaps a startup will hire you. Listen, napping is essential to your mental and physical health. We are wired to sleep twice a day, a marathon at night of eight hours straight, and a sprint in the mid-afternoon, 90 minutes. Your nap should normally occur right after lunch. However, because of our progressive policies of working all the time and keeping every place drenched in bright light, hardly anybody is getting their sleep anymore. Maybe you're an exception because you work at Google or some other startup. But none of that new age startup cultism is a solution. Companies with napping pods are keeping you at work for too long. Companies with so-called flexible hours don't give you a chance to nap during any of those hours. And the list goes on. The grasping tentacles of the corporate machine are inevitable and inescapable. So, you must find a way to make it work for you as best as you can. There can be no compromise on napping, just as there can be no compromise on sleeping at night. If you don't sleep and nap enough, you will die younger than you have to. That means a larger percentage of your life will be wasted in corporate. The years you're losing are from your post-corporate life, aka retirement. Don't forget that next time you think about skipping on sleep. You already know that management cannot be reasoned with, so you must take matters into your own hands. Getting caught is a real problem, but there is a way to get around this. It just requires a bit of effort. You must train yourself to first power nap, and later, as you master the skill, to micro nap throughout the day. Believe me, we've just begun. A full nap is 90 minutes of sleep, but if you break that up into power naps of 20 or 30 minutes each, you can accomplish the same total in three to four sessions. Dropping coffee and tea will help you here. It shows you just how sleep-starved you actually are. The time required for each session still seems like a lot, but to get to better numbers, you need to practice. Get in the habit of doing it first. For starters, there's meetings you can skip in this way, especially if they're via some crummy conferencing software. Treat these 30-minute power naps like eating which you should also do, thrice a day. Except, the naps are even more valuable. Over time, you can reduce the frequency more and more until you reach 10 minutes, then two, and finally, elusive micro-nap, where you doze off intentionally for mere seconds, all throughout the day. Once you get to that stage, you're essentially coasting through the day working better than ever. You will put in less time working, but your productivity will not be affected negatively at all, so don't worry. The statistics won't show any difference whatsoever, since you become more efficient with the time you have left. But this is not even the final form of nap mastery. <laughs> no, it gets so much better. Once you're in the final stages of shortening your naps at work, you can begin practicing what we call the way of the shark. Sleep with your eyes open. It's absolutely impossible to get caught this way. 
even if your boss notices you sleeping. You can just pretend you are hyper-focused on the work. This gets you promoted, not fired. You can see why this is worth practicing. Your life becomes longer and better, the workday becomes shorter, and you get promoted. All that while actually working less. But how do you acquire these wonderful skills? What are the secret techniques? Don't worry, there's no need to sign up for a code-like convention or a 10-step success program online. You're gonna learn today. It is time. Time to go the fuck to sleep. At work. Unless your job involves movement, driving ever machinery, surgery or something else that matters, we recommend switching to a clean office job instead. Mastering the art of the nap will take some time, but it is worth it. Follow our lead. The first rule is trust yourself. Sit back in your chair. Allow yourself to become soft, like jelly. There's no need to worry about any emails, or tickets, or spreadsheets. It is time only to nap. When your eyelids become heavy, just close your eyes. You're leaving this godforsaken office for the next 90 minutes. Management, be damned. You might get caught in these early stages, but this is fine. That's right. It's fine. Do not fear your supervisor. With the combined power of naps and sleep, your cognitive abilities are now superior to theirs. The law of the jungle also applies in the concrete jungle. The strong take what they will. Your supervisor spent too many years in corporate and it made them weak. They are no longer of this world. In fact, you want them to show up because it is time for you to take their place. You and all your colleagues deserve nap time at work. Give them your ultimatum. Do not listen to any of their empty protesting. They are married to company policy or culture but they forget that those are mere inventions. Demand Zen napping pods at your workplace. And you require them to be installed right now. This is a human rights issue. Sleep deprivation is known to be carcinogenic. If they don't believe you, hit them with the facts delivered hot from the World Health Organization's website. Who, they'll say, don't even answer. Just solemnly shake your head in disbelief. There's a crack in their armor. They've lowered their guard. Now is your time to strike. Rhetorically outmaneuver them and deliver the killing blow with this classic. Idiot says what? They will inevitably return a what? Within seconds, the critical hit will be delivered straight to the dome. They will never recover from this. This is how you sleep your way to the top. With your superior cognitive abilities and hypercharged energy, you are capable of rhetorically annihilating 
any competition within the corporate chain. Rhetoric is all that matters in this business. Stop at nothing. Before long, you will claim the throne as the new CEO of your company. As the corporate king, decree the end of excessively long workdays and lift the ban on napping in the office. Corporate will experience a true renaissance under your rule, which will influence other companies the world over.